at Alina Health. We care about your health and wellness. Learn how Alina Health provides care that can benefit you in this edition of The Wellcast. Now here's your host, Melanie Cole. Outside it's cold and gray and gloomy. Could the way you're feeling have something to do with the weather? Oftentimes referred to as the winter blues, living with seasonal affective disorder or SAD can put a damper on your mood, but there are several things that you can do to keep your mood steady throughout the year. My guest today is Dr. Alan Steed. He's the clinical director of Alina Health Mental Health and psychologist at Alina Health Egan Clinic. Welcome to the show, Dr. Steed. What is seasonal affective disorder or SAD? SAD is a type of depression. Actually, SAD is a qualifier. SAD is a, a major depression that may be very much related to seasons and uh, people that experience symptoms of depression during the fall and winter month are said to be affected with SAD. How is it actually caused? You know, I wish we had a really good answer for that, but there are probably many contributing factors. SAD is... Uh, considered to be light-related, so as the days grow shorter in the fall and certainly in the winter months, uh, we were exposed to less sunlight, less vitamin D. There, that's another possibility that it, uh, it affects our vitamin D levels, which affects energy. Uh, there's thought that it is also related to the serotonin levels in the brain. Uh, serotonin is a neurotransmitter that uh, has a, creates a sense of well-being for us. And if this is uh, impacted, then uh, obviously we're going to experience symptoms of depression or just lethargy. How common is this? Do a lot of people experience this, or are some immune from it? There are some that are immune. I think, yeah, I wish we had more specific numbers, to be very honest, but it's estimated that anywhere from 10 to 20% of the population experiences some degree of it. However, I think a much smaller percentage of people, maybe 1%, and again, that's an estimate, are very much debilitated by it. Uh, certainly, I've dealt with some of those people in my clinical practice uh, who just have difficulty getting up and going to work, uh, lose their jobs, uh, become extremely depressed, and uh, struggle with it uh, for the period of time that the days are shorter. And are there certain risk factors that increase chances of developing SAD? If your family has clinical depression in your genetic history, are any of those things contributors? Yeah, it's, it's a contributing factor. Uh, those people with SAD are more likely to have a biological relative that has uh, a major depression uh, in their background. Uh, if you have a close blood relative that also experiences SAD, it's more likely, uh, although not... Uh, determined that you uh, may also experience SAD. So then what are the symptoms people might experience that would let them know this is what's going on and maybe I need to take control of it and do something about it? The symptoms are very similar to those of just general depression. Uh, if you have a period of a couple of weeks at least where you're just feeling tired and little energy and feeling hopeless, uh, irritable, you may notice a change in your weight and appetite. You may notice a change in your sleep pattern, either having difficulty falling asleep or uh, staying asleep or possibly sleeping too much. Anything that impacts the sleep is uh, related to depression. Uh, some people tend to become more irritable. Uh, 
Now, these are more symptoms that are characteristic of the winter SAD. There is a version of summer SAD, which um, occurs during summer months for some people, and it's a smaller percentage. But in that instance, you may have some of the symptoms of depression, but probably more symptoms related to agitation and anxiety. So, Dr. Steed, let's talk about treatments. First line of defense, if you suspect that this is what you're suffering from, you're feeling that hopelessness and you're feeling sad and tired, maybe gaining weight, lethargy, any of these things, do you start off by trying to do something for yourself, such as exercise, or do you see a doctor pretty quickly? Well, I think doing the exercise and doing the things that we would normally do to maintain our physical and emotional well-being during these months is important. But I would also say if you have a pattern of these kinds of symptoms over the last year or two, that a visit to your physician would be a very important thing to do. Uh, When symptoms are mild to moderate, a very common form of therapy is called phototherapy. And in this instance, you would sit in front of a light box, hopefully first thing in the morning, Uh, The light box needs to be a minimum strength of 10,000 lux, that's L-U-X, that's the uh, measure of the strength of the light. And most people would need to sit in front of that at a close distance for about 30 minutes. And again, as I said, I think uh, doing so first thing in the morning is the best recommendation. Uh, After that, uh, you may want to consult with a physician. Uh, Antidepressants are commonly recommended. Uh, and can be very helpful, but there are other things that you might do uh, which would not require medication, and that would just be surround yourself and get out in as much light as you can. Go for a walk every day. Uh, Work in an environment, if it's at all possible, where you have windows and light and open the blinds. I think there's a tendency for many people when they're feeling down is to just shut the world out a bit and close the blinds and create a dark, safe space. But uh, to deal with SAD, just the opposite uh, behaviors would be very important. Be very much aware of that tendency to overeat, and certainly one of the telling symptoms is uh, craving carbohydrates, and certainly that leads to some weight gain, especially as people diminish their activity. I would also encourage you to continue to develop social support, and get out and be with people, get to the gym. Uh, other people, is in, in some of the gyms, actually, they have mind-body therapies. They have yoga. They can do some massage. Anything that, that helps you get out and stay active can be very helpful. Ultimately, uh, I remember one person that I dealt with many years ago, her cure for uh, Her winter sad up in Minnesota was to go to Phoenix every winter for a week or two. And uh, that brought her mood back up very quickly, but then she came back and had to maintain all the self-care activities that she'd been involved with uh, in the first place. So it's not the ultimate cure unless you can move there. So sunlight's a real big deal. Now what about vitamin D and taking supplements that help sort of replenish your body of those missing vitamins? Well, that's another physician call. As a psychologist, I don't uh, and shouldn't be recommending that. However, uh, I know that there are many people whose vitamin D level dips significantly, and the prescription written by doctors is not for just the -the over-the-counter dosage of vitamin D, but it's massive doses. 
and uh, I would recommend that before they consider anything involving vitamin D that they check with their physician. In just the last couple of minutes, Dr. Steed, if you would, please tell us if we can prevent the onset of SAD before it actually happens. And if you have a friend or a loved one who suffers from this, what's your best advice for ways to help someone else that might be having this? You know, I think prevention is about doing as much as you can that's lifestyle-based. It's keeping yourself active all through the summer and not letting it drop off as the days get shorter in the fall finding ways to uh, maintain social and emotional connections, uh, just engaging in those pastimes that you normally would, despite the perhaps beginning notice uh, and awareness of lack of energy. Just keep doing what has been working uh, previously. Uh, Some people just need continuous treatment, and uh, there are some people that I know have even use the light box well into the spring and beginning just in the late summer. And if you have a friend or loved one, just try to be supportive. Uh, encouraging words about, you know, winter is uh, just a couple of months from being over and just a month from being over and, and keeping them active as much as possible. It's difficult to force them, but at the same time, one can be supportive. You can encourage activities uh, that they used to be involved in that hopefully they will continue to be involved in, such as getting to the gym, getting their exercise, eating healthy, all of those kinds of things. Thank you so much. It's really great information. You're listening to The Wellcast with Alina Health. For more information, you can go to alinahealth.org. That's alinahealth.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thank you so much for listening. <music>